Joining us in studio here at Country104.com, uh, Tyson Haynes. That's no Y. H-A-N-E-S. Oh, just like the underwear, right? God, you said that already. Yeah, yeah I like to throw that That was coming, there. so. <laughs> Is that something you normally do? I haven't actually heard an audio interview with you yet. Uh, it, it. I mean, I always have to explain it because every person ever spells it with a Y. <laughs> so I'm in a lot of people's phones as chicken underwear. Tyson chicken Haynes underwear. Okay. And I'm fine with it. If that's how you're going to remember me. Underwear it is. I already can tell you're one of the boys, and I like that a lot right there. So uh, Tyson is here to talk about his new single, Other Than That. It's at Canadian Country Radio right now. Uh, but we also got to meet him because this is the first time you've ever been down to Country 104. This is great. Yes. And you told me really quickly coming in, you've never actually stopped in London before. Just kind of going through? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been going through, uh, you know, to Windsor and to Toronto and stuff like that, but never actually Stopped in. So we got a Sault Ste. Marie boy and in the house with us today who's currently residing in Nashville. Shout out to the Greyhounds there. You still follow? I was, I was just going to say, I've, I've got the pleasure, I guess, to watch the London Knights smoke the Greyhounds a lot of times. <laughs> Not in the past while. But man, when I used to live there, yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a good time for us. <laughs> was it like a big rivalry on the suicide to London Knights? Yep. We're just used to everybody hating us, yeah, right? Yeah, I, and I mean, same for us. We just didn't like you. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> Personal, you just smoked us every time, and we don't like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we got the Sault Ste. Marie boy in the house with us here, uh, also a Nashville resident. Uh, family, too, probably missing you on this radio tour. I saw a, a loving post to your wife, Christy, on Instagram. Ah, did it you was see super that? sweet. It was super sweet. I liked it. <laughs> uh, you obviously, uh, to be able to do this type of stuff, have to have some good support from the people at home, though, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, she's, she's the biggest one. I, I have a lot of supportive family, but she helps me out in every aspect of my career. Like, I... Yeah, I couldn't do it. There's so much behind the scenes that people don't know about. She's behind all that. I heard Not she me. was like up like after a full time job doing social media and stuff for you. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. She's she's pushing for me. People have <laughs> no idea the up and comers in the country music scene how their teams. You know, when you're Carrie oh. Underwood, your team is a bunch of paid people. When when we're at our level. Your team is like your little yeah, family. Yeah, I mean, you can't pay them, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome that you got that kind of support. So let's let's meet him a little more here. Uh, shout out, did I did I see it correctly? It was your arm. You had a sick tattoo, and, and did I see everything right? So snake, BMX helmet, your daughter, and carpe diem. Am I right on that sleeve that I saw there? Uh, no snake. No snake. What, no is, snake. what is that thing on the bottom got, wrapping around then? So I got uh, the swing arm oh. of a dirt bike coming to the sprocket. And then the helmet blending in, yeah, but walking with my daughter up in the goggles. That's awesome, man. Big, I got dirt, a, big dirt bike guy, yeah. Yeah, and, and I still do it a little bit, so I got I to gotta keep her up there to remind me not to be stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no taking your hands off Supermans or anything <laughs> exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. no backflips. I dig it, I dig it. All right, so as we, as we continue to talk to you here and meet you, I read a great article from Nashville Music Guide where you admitted you wanted to be a NASCAR driver as a kid. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, that'd be my first uh, like, career move. Yeah, when I wanted to be an astronaut, you wanted to be a NASCAR driver. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that didn't work out so much? Uh, well, apparently it takes a lot of money that we didn't have, <laughs> yeah. and... You got to live down south, which I couldn't do at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan, though, still? Big, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I just seen on social media that Jeff Gordon was at Tootsie's where I used to play. Yeah. Just last night, and that pisses me off. Oh, he's, man. You've he's been the only like every Thursday to Sunday for, what, years? I, I was there for six and a half years doing it, <laughs> and I've missed him twice, and he's the only guy left that I'm like, I have to meet. I've just met, Jeff? I've met Garth. Yeah. I've met Jason Maldine. I've met Brantley. I've met all the guys I want to meet. Yeah. I have not met Jeff. Wow. 
We yeah. have to change that somehow. I can't change it for you right here, right now. But <laughs> yeah. Jeff Gordon, if you're listening, get, hook us up already. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be listing, right? Or at, or at least send down the memo that you're at Tootsie's before you go, at least, at the very <laughs> least. Uh, we'll talk more about Tootsie's in a, in a couple seconds here, but you did mention him, your favorite artist of all time, Mr. Garth Brooks. Absolutely. Why Garth? Uh, the energy. Yeah. The showmanship. Yeah. Music is one thing, and he, he has all that to me. He's, he's my favorite you know, musician, too, but... Um, live performance to me is number one, and he just can't beat his shows. No, I find the most successful people in our industry are those who study others. So to yeah. study Garth's live show, I mean, you're just learning every couple seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I bought all his uh, all his sets of DVDs and all that. Nice. That show is his live performances. And as when I was young, I kind of studied those, not even knowing that I'd use them later. I just just loved every aspect of them. Like the dudes. The dude shows are like rock shows, but country music. It doesn't get better than you that. You ever find yourself like doing a Garth move up on stage that you just like is subconsciously buried inside you? Absolutely. A bit? Yeah. I yeah. always try to to up my game because somebody else sees it and they're gonna try and follow. So I always try and up it. Yeah. And yeah, I guess my my most known Garth move that I probably stole in some way was we were playing a big outdoor concert during the CMA Fest in Nashville. Yeah. And there was a beer truck parked there. So I found a way to scale my way up the beer truck, and I was singing on top of it. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and yeah, it just it went nuts. And we actually had to close the security had to close that showdown because they didn't have enough security to hold. We got the people going so rowdy that they didn't have the security to to take care this of it anymore. Awesome. So we had to get shut down about a half hour early. <laughs> this is awesome. And the sound guy there still <laughs> remembers me over that. He's like, "That was." I've never seen that. <laughs> That's my goal. Let's shut it down. I like these meet and greet things because now we know you're a tattooed bike rider who loves Garth Brooks and can party. That's my kind of guy right there. <laughs> my kind of guy right there. Absolutely. Uh, Garth, uh, am I right on this? This was the first song you ever performed. Was a Garth Brooks song, The River, at a talent show? It, it was the first. Or uh, graduation or something, wasn't yes, it? Like a public that, performance. It was. I did one, um, one bar performance. I did two songs with my guitar. Uh, my guitar teacher at the time had a band. And, or sorry, new people in a band, and he got me in with them at a bar, and I sang two songs, and it was uh, "Turn the Page" and "Much Too Young." Yeah. So that that, but nobody knew about that one, and I kind of snuck in the bar because I was too young. <laughs> but but my first actual like people was, were like, "Wow, you can sing!" was my graduation, and it was the dance. Yeah. Or sorry, it was the river. Yeah, the river. The yeah. river. Yeah. Yeah. Changed everything, right? Kind of. Yeah. It really. Put things in motion. Once I guess. you get that bug, it doesn't go anywhere. Yes. That's yep. one of those things, right? People respond and start clapping. I could do this all day, right? Yeah, you're like, wait, I can I can sing? Yeah. <laughs> you can. You yeah. absolutely can. And that's why we're here. We're talking about the single other than that. We'll get to that in uh, just a couple seconds here. But back to Tootsies. Uh, I just want to people to know while we're talking here uh, that you're quite the thing in Nashville, Tennessee, and now you're just kind of spreading your wings a little bit. I am. I, I, I love Nashville, and I've been doing it straight almost strictly Nashville for a long time. So I really got to get out and, and for people that don't come to Nashville often, I really got to get out and show my performance around the country. Well, that's so. the thing, right? I've never been to Nashville, so I, I wouldn't oh, have caught wow. your name. But then all of a sudden I start doing this research for the interview and it's like uh, Frontman, world famous Tootsie's Orchid Lounge, uh, uh, right on the Honky Tonk Highway in Nashville. The guy's uh, singing in the streets. I saw you on Instagram, like <laughs> you and a microphone and just a bunch of people watching you, right? Like People in Nashville know you. You've been on stage with or opening for Keith Urban. I saw Brantley Gilbert on your Instagram feed, man. So Oh yeah, I've, I've got to meet, like I said, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, you're the real and, deal, so now it's your time. 
Well, that's the thing. I'm like, you know what? Meeting everybody is really cool, and and I love it. But at some point, I'm like, damn it, I want to be on stage. Yeah. Before or after you, or maybe even with you. But yeah, yeah I, I've met them now. Now it's time for me to to be on. The same stage with them. I love it. Well, rightfully so, because you're a prof- prolific songwriter. I'm reading like 150 songs you've written. Let's talk uh, about the yeah, one. Yeah, that's pretty old, too. <laughs> oh, really? So oh, now yeah. it's like 300, 400. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely up from there, for sure. Yeah? Because yeah. those writing sessions in Nashville, they're almost like all day long, aren't they? Uh, it, it can really go. You can do one in, in an hour and a half. You yeah. can take an, a full day to write one. Yeah. But um, yeah, also try to juggle that with with live performances and, and try to set up your own tours and stuff like that. It, yeah, it keeps you busy. You're rocking there's, the hustle, man. Good for you. It's hustle every time. Good for you. Well, yep. let's talk about the single then. Other than that, so uh, you're a songwriter. You sit down to create this one. Tell us the process. Like, where did this come up with? Is it you and a group of people in a room? It, it was me and two others. Yeah, um, yeah just, just went to a buddy's house, set up, uh, you know, we set up a right couple weeks in advance, and um, both great writers, Ian McConnell and, and Richard Martin, and we just, yeah, we were, I mean, we had some ideas we kind of wanted to write off of, Yeah, but that one just, it just came out of nowhere and it was it was lyrically written first um it came off the idea of of the title other than that and one of the guys were like well like what if we wrote it almost backwards to the way a lot of the songs are written there's heartbreak is no you know we're no geniuses for writing a heartbreak song yeah it's how but, you approach it is the key yeah yeah we're like like let's talk about the good things in life like what all is going right but yet you still can't even focus on how good your life is going because of this heartbreak. Yeah. It's that bad that it's just destroying everything. And so we kind of wrote it in the opposite perspective, I guess. I like Look it, how though. good everything else is around me. And it's almost written as I'm, I'm sitting here talking to you and you're asking how I'm doing. Oh, well, my job's awesome. You know, I got a raise. Um, but I broke, you know, my, my girl broke my heart. So other than that, it's yeah. going great, I guess. I like it. I like it. Does it. Is that normally the process for you? Start with the title, then work down? Or do you normally start with the music and then put some lyrics in? <laughs> it literally is all different. Yeah, for, for me. Happens, I, right? I don't have a, a way of doing it. I'll be dry, driving in my car and just just hear a, a guitar lick in my head that I'm like, I got to write off that. But a lot of times it's it's a it's a hook of a title or, yeah, it's all over. Yeah. Recording yep. process? How'd that? What, what was that be going that was on? That was new for me. I, I've recorded before, but never never so professionally i mean this was top of the line nashville studios you know where aldean records where, where where everybody records my vocal uh my vocal guy was actually the guy who does chris jansen tyler farr amazing so it was yeah it was in depth and man i learned a lot <laughs> in what way in what way like i mean you know how to sing and you know what a microphone is so so when you walk into a booth uh people who aren't artists might not understand that like it, what do you learn yeah yeah you don't just walk in and and I mean, maybe you do if you're Chris Stapleton, but <laughs> <laughs> that guy read the phone book the other yeah, day and went to number one. Yeah. Exactly, but you yeah. don't just walk in there and sing the song. I mean, yeah. this this guy was making me enunciate every word, and he would he would try different different ways of saying specific words, like you know, instead of saying the, say the. It, like it's just it was unreal. Every word had to be perfection. Yeah, and. uh yeah, so it wasn't walk in, man, and, and sing a song and walk out of that studio. It was, you know, we're going to focus on this song for hours. Yeah. And you're going to be wore out by the time you leave the studio. <laughs> but but at the same time, did it make it better in your estimation? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A full days of work, but I mean now forever this is imprinted yeah, sonically it, on people's minds. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's, it was 
a great thing to learn um, as a musician. You, you need to know it. And I, I was so fortunate. It was so cool. We recorded in the same studio that Luke Combs just had his first major album with uh, in Gold Cassette. So we recorded a lot in that studio. And then he went back and recorded another one. So I'm like, you know, we're we're in the thick of it with the recording. And, and we got it up to par with Nashville radio s- style, you know? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, pretty proud of the outcome. You absolutely should be. It sounds yeah. great. Now, when you said Nashville radio style, uh, what is that nowadays? It just... Like you're you're <laughs> trying to achieve a certain sound. Was it different than the sound that was in your head? Um, I guess it's hard to say. I guess the the quality of the music... In that comes out of Nashville. I don't know if it's the equipment or just the knowledge that yeah. everybody has there, but the the quality that comes out of there is unmatched. So that that was one of the big things for me. Um, and then yeah, just we the guitar player, um, or sorry, he, he did a couple of guitar things, but the producer we had was the number one guitar player in Nashville, Saul Philcox. Yeah. So watching him and and what he can bring to the table, like you have your own ideas of the song. But watching what he can add to the song, it just brings it to another level. And you're like, wow. Yeah, like in your head, you know what you want, but you, you don't know how to say it. Yeah. And he puts it to life. And That's he, awesome. And me being a big edgy country guy, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was what I was looking for right there. <laughs> yeah. And we actually, uh, we brought in for drums uh, a fellow Sioux boy that I used to play with in Asylum Country in my band in the Sioux. Yeah. Brought him down, so he's drumming on all the tracks on the entire album. Fantastic. Local connection, too. That's great. Yep. Yep. So uh, it turned out really awesome. No doubt, man. Uh, I completely agree with you. The song sounds good, and I feel it will fit quite well into your live show. You seem to be a highly energetic kind of guy. I put everything I have into every show. You were talking yeah. about being wiped <laughs> after the recording process. I could see you being the guy that's wiped after a show. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and there is days where we'll play, you know, two straight four-hour gigs, so eight hours straight. And it, I mean, that <laughs> that about kills me. Are you allowed to repeat a song in an eight-hour set? Uh if somebody requests it. But <laughs> I, we we try to never repeat unless that's a long time without a repeat, though. Yeah. I, Playing, I'm running out of tunes, people. I'm running know. out of tunes here. That's what people ask me sometimes. How many songs do you know? And I'm like, honestly, I've I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, we've being in Nashville. A lot of it uh, when you're playing covers was you make your living off requests. So, I mean, thousands. We get requested anything from you know Merle ha- Hank Hank Senior to Merle Haggard to Garth. But then you get Metallica. Yeah. You get Eminem. Yeah. I mean, we get everything. Yeah. So, yeah. You ever fake your way through one? Oh, absolutely. That would be me for sure. Like, yeah. How do you know so many songs? I don't. I dd do the last one. Like, yeah. That's me, me yeah. for sure. We had we got requested "Shake That" by Eminem. Okay. The other day, and I was like, and I know the song, but to just sing it on the spot, and just completely fake through it. Yeah. And I, <laughs> it went well to the crowd. To me, I was like, God, that couldn't have went worse. Yeah. But, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, what, they they heard it differently. I was going to say, the, the, to the professional ear, sometimes it's a lot bigger deal than it is to the. I masses, just right? encouraged Jack Daniels before the song, and my man, I knew I liked you. <laughs> I knew I liked you there. So when do we get to see you? Do we actually have to go to Nashville to see you? I'm here. We're spending a lot of words uh, promoting you. People are going to be able to check out the single. Other than that, and find Tyson Haynes music. No why Haynes. Yes. No why on Instagram and social medias. But when do we get to actually take in this show? Is, so, is there something common that I can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the easiest place. I I play Nashville still majority of the time, yep. but I am getting out a lot. 
and I am planning a 2020 tour of Ontario, 100% um, going from Ottawa all the way through, you know, we'll come through London and go around the Great Lakes, Sault Ste. Marie, on, uh, Thunder Bay. and Yeah, so you can definitely expect a 2020 show in Ontario, and please follow that because... Man, we'll we'll bring all the energy we possibly can. Absolutely, to this place. from what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. awesome. So keep your eyes on Tyson Haynes Music Instagram, social medias, and uh, we'll keep you updated as to when that tour gets announced. Great job, man! Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks. I hope people enjoy the song as much as uh, as much as we enjoyed recording it.